0: Hey welcome to The Conversation, you're listening to Andy Mason and this is Authentic Conversations Around the Messy Intersection of Faith, Family and Business. And you're with me today sitting at Les Schwab in Redding California, so if you hear some background noise that's where I am. Yes I like every other person who has a vehicle has to come in and get tires from time to time so I'm sitting here waiting for that to get done and owing a little bit for how much that's going to cost me but that's going to be okay. I want to talk with you about the key to transformation. Uh, So many people talk about it, I'm engaged, connected with a bunch of people who are doing phenomenal things in that space, whether that's families, cities, communities, schools, uh, regardless. But I want to talk to you about some of the things that I am learning, or have been learning this year. And the context is, I've been leaning into learning about the Kingdom of God, I'm reading books like The Unshakable Kingdom. By and The uncha- Unchanging Person by E. Stanley Jones. I've read The Cosmic Initiative by Jack Taylor. I've been interviewing the likes of Bill Johnson that uh, if you were part of the Heaven and Business community you got to see that just recently that interview which is outstanding. Uh, Patrice Sargay from Nehemiah Project and just phenomenal understanding wisdom. Shea Binds and more and I've also been reading through the book of Matthew and Matthew's interesting because it's Matthew was the disciple who was a tax collector despised by the people but in a sense he was the business guy understands that goes after it so the context and the way that's written you can see that through the lens of Matthew the tax collector uh, connected by Jesus and what happened I've been looking at how much did Jesus focus on the crowd compared to what he did with the disciples So I'm going to roll through just a few points about some things that I'm learning and the outcome for you is whether you're leading a ministry, whether you're leading a business, whether you're leading a family, uh, there will be some real practical things for you to focus on and here's the heads up, focus on discipleship and I'm unpack what that even really is as in the individual's lives from the inside out. Uh, I I was sharing this. We just dropped our daughter off to college. It's almost like, oh my gosh, she's gone. And I'm realizing that you cannot fast-track or scale the process of discipleship. It's like you can't say to someone who's pregnant, "Let's just let's start, let's fast track this." It doesn't happen. If you try and speed up or scale up that process, you will create massive dysfunction, dysfunction, or abortion of what is intended to be. So, that's it. Well, here's a few points of what I'm learning, and I trust that this will be of value to you if you're serious about impacting the world for generations to come. Number one, uh, prayer and worship is not enough. Prayer and worship is not enough. I live in a wonderful city and for decades they've been renowned for prayer and for worship. And I can just tell you, that's not enough. We've got to do more than that. And where this comes from, and and Jack Taylor, well actually there's a Bible dictionary Uh, That is the Hayford Bible Dictionary that has a chunk on kingdom and what the kingdom of God is. And he, uh, he breaks it down to the kingdom of God is the administration. So that's like the government and the operating system of Jesus. And it gives you, when you're operating in the kingdom of God, when that is on the inside of you and that's being lived out, it's an inside job and... Jesus administration heaven on earth there is a future time when that is going to happen and he'll take all dominion all control that's coming in the meantime we have a job to do which is the works of Jesus in the earth today the kingdom gives us power over sin which is morality sickness disease power over systems Uh, poverty, injustice, it's also systems within your life, health systems, it's also systems in your business, Uh, HR systems, it's every kind of system, the kingdom of God results in life everywhere you go, so if I have a system that produces life, that's kingdom, if I have a system that is dysfunctional, broken, is costly, and leads to death, that's not a kingdom system, so power a sin, power over systems, and power over Satan, the spirit realm. So that's what the Kingdom of God, everywhere Jesus went, he engaged in those three things, power a sin, power over systems, and power over Satan. So when I say prayer and worship is not enough, it's this. I believe that we, the church, have focused a lot on power a sin, talking about morality, and that's really good, and we should never stop doing that. It's really, really important we also focus a lot on power over satan which is prayer and that's super important and if we're not doing that something's wrong there's a spirit realm and that's how we engage with that but there's a third area which is the power over systems the systems if you do not change the systems you'll end up right back in the same dysfunction that you led to Uh, If we do not engage in a health system, you might get a miracle and get a healed body, but you carry on with the same dysfunctional eating system, you're going to end back in a situation where you need help. If there's a dysfunctional system that's leading to poverty in the nation, that's where we engage. So transformation, it's all about all of those, but I think one we've missed is focusing on the systems. I've been talking with a friend and he's engaged in a system that is incredibly dysfunctional a health system in a particular state and I'm realizing I'm outside I want I want his family to be healthy and whole what, what I'm realizing is it's far bigger than him actually. What if part of the reason you're walking through this a lot longer, a lot more painful, is actually it's not just about you. If you signed up to be part of a kingdom, to follow Christ as your king, then it's not just about you. It's about engaging and impacting the systems of our society, the systems of all that we are in, whether that's education, business, government, health, so on, to bring about systems that produce life, not just for you, but for everyone around you. So, number one, prayer and worship is not enough. Engage in the systems. Number two, transformation is an inside job. Uh, we're seeing this happen in the likes of Iraq, Afghanistan, Russia, and even America. It doesn't matter who you vote for. It doesn't matter who the president is. It doesn't matter what regime. It will not produce the answer that you want because the answer that we really have to have only comes from the inside out. The kingdom of God is like leaven. So that is sowed into any system of the world and it's always unshakable and victorious. So sow a, the kingdom of God into a socialist structure that produces life and changes it from the inside out. Implant In leaven into a capitalist structure. You sow in and it produces life. People become more generous. They become more philanthropic. They become more engaged in more than just looking after themselves but helping others. So transformation is not something that can happen just on the outside to you. Making beautiful buildings. Uh, fixing streets making a great health system those are good things but it will not sustain unless we deal with the matters of the heart the systems of the mind it's an issue of the inside out It's number two number three the crowd is fickle it's like social media and politics don't trust them don't trust them do not give yourself to the crowd or public opinion if you've got people that follow you Uh, If you look at things on social media, if you look at political reports, what they say today can change tomorrow. Constantly, the crowd will be in favor of you today, and then tomorrow you do something and they don't like it, or they hear something, it'll change. Do not give yourself to the crowd, to the fan base, to the whatever it is. It's vanity. It's all vanity. The crowd is fickle. Don't trust them. Jesus was really interesting in that. He said he he always ministered to the crowd. He did not hesitate to heal the sick, to cast out demons, to serve, to minister, to speak truth, to teach, to train. But he says he did not give himself. He did not commit himself to them. He committed himself only to his disciples. And it's really interesting. He didn't chase the crowd he didn't chase a fan base he didn't chase a a social media campaign to get more and more people to agree or follow or like him he literally went to individuals called them by name Matthew follow me Peter follow me he went to them and called them to follow him and then he literally spent his time in and out sleeping, waking, fishing on a mountain uh, with Peter's mother-in-law he spent time with them and I think... Many of us have been distracted by the numbers or the crowd and our desire to do something big and fast. And we've actually reduced the focus and got distracted by the crowd rather than continuing to focus on those few people that we do have the hearts of, that we've gone to and say, hey, I'm employing you as my key team or you are my key leaders in the environment or you are my children, that you are my primary responsibility. The crowd is fickle. Don't trust them. Number four, in our desire to multiply transformation, we have, and please don't get offended by this word, but in the true meaning of it, we have bastardized the discipleship process and a desire to scale and speed up what we want to see happen. We've actually said, how can we do this faster? Look what's happened. Look, this person's changed and transformed. So how can we scale? How can we put this into a process that can be reproducible? And what we do is we take the discipleship process and we uh, outsource it to teachers, instructors and facilitators. And we turn it into a course or a program and you get a certificate at the end of it. It was never intended to be like that. It's always supposed to be on walk with me, imitate my life. Everything that you see, I get to walk out. You get to see how I interact with my wife. You get to see how I interact with my kids. You see how I interact with the, the tire service company when I have to get tires and I don't want to and I don't like how much it costs. You get to see how I deal with stress and anxiety and pain and challenges and disasters. That's where... Uh, So much of what we say is not seen or repeated. It's all about how we live our lives. the book of Thessalonians, Paul is talking to them and saying, When I was with you, you saw my life. Imitate me as I imitate Christ. It's in our desire to transform. And multiply that we've actually focused on the crowd rather than keeping our priority on the individuals and that long-term process where you don't even know whether you're winning or not you go backwards and forwards it's like kids you cannot rush the process it's walk with me and that's what Jesus modeled number five uh, the way forward is one by one. Follow me and I will make you. I've already really touched on this. It's literally, uh, the more and more I see this, I see it everywhere. Whether that's your executive team, focus on your team because they are your priority. And uh, this this is wrapped up in the second point. It's your greatest return is your kids or then your key team. It's your spouse. Do they have the best of your attention, your time, your energy, your commitment, or are you focused on the vanity metrics? The crowd that proves on you today loves you raves claps and applauds but the truth is they're not changing the ones that are changing the ones that are in your life that see you that you interact they get the most of you so i want to encourage you if you're serious about transformation if you're serious about seeing lives changed focus on the one the one in the photo, go to them, select those people, invest in them. If that's your team, uh, your core team in the business, how often are you meeting with them, shaping them, discipling them, whether they know it or not, whether they believe the same as you, there's some fantastic resources. Uh, Ford Taylor's book, Relational Leadership, is a fantastic resource that's not in Christian language, but is the principles of the kingdom that is outstanding to bring about transformation as we go one by one by one. So I want to encourage you with that, challenge you with that. Um, please don't hesitate send me questions, comments, andy at authentic-solutions.com. And I'm with you. We can do this. And I'm so excited about what is happening. But if I will keep our focus on the right place one by one by one, don't focus on the crowd, focus on the few who are influencing one by one by one. Have a great week.